Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. I hope everyone is well. Uh, this week I am joined by Nihal, who is the CEO of Electric Noir. And he's the lead developer of a mobile game, Dead Man's Phone. And he was kind enough to talk to me all about his game. The first season of the game should be out on mobile devices now. And uh, in this game, you get to play as a detective. And you go through uh, the dead victim's phone uh, to try and find out more about the victim and trying to find out who killed him. You also get to manage your team. You get to manage uh, the other detectives there. And you get to do uh, some video interrogations of other suspects as well. So Anyhow spoke to me all about that. And he spoke to me how he told me how he got a real murder detective involved in this project as well. Plus much, much more. So without further ado, here is my interview with Nihal. Please enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Adventure Games podcast. I am here with Nihal Tarur, the founder of Electric Noir Studios and the lead developer of Dead Man's Phone, a new interactive crime drama for mobile phones. And I'm really looking forward to, to this interview, finding out more about it. Am I cr- First of all, hello, Nihal. How are you? Hiya. Very well, thanks. Good to see you. Yes. Thank you. So I, I should start with that. Uh, secondly, um, I was reading up about this game. Am I correct in saying that this is a BAFTA nominee game? That this has been nominated? It is indeed. Yeah, we we were quite surprised because we were still in beta when we were nominated for BAFTA uh, last year. But we were nominated for best mobile game. Uh, lost out to Call of Duty Mobile, unfortunately. But what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty again. I mean, yeah, like they come at it again. Not that they don't have enough attention. But, exactly. You know. I mean, everyone knows a Call of Duty. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure this is a different game, Call of Duty, that you don't go around shooting and killing people, but you investigate someone's murder. Exactly. Yeah. I, I suppose that we, I can ask you, Tam. So, what what is this game? I presume it's Dead Man's Phone. It's about a phone. Of a dead man. So what is- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Dead Man's Phone is a, it's an interactive crime drama where you play a detective uh, at uh, Scotland Yard who investigates and solves murders by looking through the smartphones of victims. So really, this is we believe like a really fascinating way to tell a kind of crime drama because it's in this you know in this day and age this is really what real murder detectives do when somebody's killed really one of the first port of calls is to look at their phone because it really contains just so much data and so much insight into that person's life that it can really often play quite a critical role in solving the investigation so we really kind of came from quite a genuine premise and then tried to develop a game from that yeah as you said i mean our lives at least my life is on my phone <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody wanted to know about me rather than even speaking to me they would probably just have to go through my phone and well exactly i mean <laughs> what's interesting is you know the way you speak to someone you put on maybe a certain persona but 
if you look at someone's phone, you can see how they speak to everyone and you can see, well, maybe the way they talk to their mom is different how they talk to their mates or to their lover, you know? So you're really getting, I think, a more uh, dimensional picture of, of, of someone's character in a way by looking at their phones and even having a conversation with them. Well, that, that, is, that is definitely true. As you know, say with the messages that we send to our mothers, our lovers, our friends and our colleagues is probably different uh, to, every, to, to everyone. And even like just going through even the apps that we have on our phone and maybe what podcasts we listen to or exactly. <laughs> you get, uh, you know, even a YouTube history. Well, that's the thing. I mean, one of the challenges for us was almost reining the idea in. When we started developing it, we just, in every direction you look, we saw kind of interesting potential for, for narrative and for storytelling. And it really became about, okay, really deciding, okay, what do we think is, a, you know, essential for at least this first story we're telling. But we just think there's such enormous potential in it that in a, in a big way, we see it more than just a game. We see it as a whole new storytelling medium. And we think that it's not even necessarily limited to crime drama. I think it, was, it very much suits that genre. But we think this medium, this interactive storytelling medium through the phone, through the interface of the phone, really is a whole new way of telling stories that really reflects this digital age that we live in. So we're very excited about its potential. Definitely. As I, as I told you just before recording, I just started uh, playing the, the beta myself a little bit. And I was really, really fascinated by it because it really felt like you were a detective mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there. And h- how did this idea come about to make the game like this uh, for mobile phones? Well, uh, we were me and my uh, partner, my co-founder, Ben, um, we used to be working in advertising together. We were a creative team. We were in an advertising agency in London when we got an email forward um, from someone at the agency about a soap opera taking place in South Africa on a WhatsApp conversation. And we just thought, you know, it just struck us as quite interesting. We never really considered something like WhatsApp being a, a kind of medium for storytelling. And so we just thought that's quite that's quite smart. And so we just thought about that for a minute. And then I think just it landed on us this kind of fully formed idea, which was just imagine having the phone of a murder victim and imagine being that detective uh, and really trying to find out, piece together the events leading up to that person's death by looking at their phone, looking at their messages, their photos, their social media. And yeah, I mean, we just, we kind of looked into it and no one had done the idea yet. So we just thought, why the hell not? And uh, we started the company um, about three, three and a half years ago. And it's been a really exciting journey to get to where we are now, where we're, we're just now launching what we're calling season one of Dead Man's Phone. We kind of frame it in that kind of Netflix crime drama mm. language. So this is season one. It's the length of really a crime drama season it's about six to eight hours long and it's an episodic form uh and we're already hot on the heels of season two three four and five we've kind of been growing the company we've been developing new narratives so um it's been a really exciting journey no that, that is great to hear that from an idea 
that you find it. Then you find that nobody else has had the same idea, which I find shocking. I'm like, how how is nobody else? Well, there are people in this space. Don't get me wrong. There there's, there's sure. certainly people um, that are doing uh, uh, storytelling through the phone. But but our thing with being a murder detective is really our kind of unique element to this experience. Sure, yeah, because I'm playing I mean, some games as well. There's another game that I'm playing on the phone. It's a post-apocalyptic setting where someone sends you texts or sends you, you know, messages and it says, I found your number on, on this phone. And then he starts talking about this post-apocalyptic setting that he's in. And this that game was actually made before COVID. So oh, it's wow. kind of, it's, uh, but there is a lot of potential. And as you mentioned that, uh, certainly with Netflix, crime dramas are hugely popular. True crime podcasts are also really popular. So there's at least great potential for a game like this to be really popular, which it seems it already is. Which... Well, absolutely. It's funny you say that. We've got a really awesome write-up by, you know, Wired? Um, yes. Tech, tech Mag. Yes. <clears throat> and they, it was just a few months ago, and they actually said that Dead Man's Phone is reinventing gaming for the crime podcast age, wow. which is really <laughs> very flattering. And I think it really speaks to what we're trying to do. I mean, it, we are really trying to create an experience, not, you know, obviously we think gamers will really enjoy it, but we're not, we're creating an experience that actually more kind of caters to, as you say, these kind of lovers of crime podcasts, uh, true crime documentaries, you know, Netflix crime dramas. This is the kind of world that we're in and we've tried to really uh, design the experience with that in mind. Yeah, because from what I've played, it seems that just about anybody can pick it up and and play. Now, it's certainly not, I wouldn't say it's, you know, easy per se, because you have to, you know, you went to choices, you know, you, you know, to think about what are the best choices, but I think it's, the interface is easy, that anybody can pick it up, like my parents, from what I've played. Okay, I mean, I mean, really, the only requirement is that you know how to use a smartphone. <laughs> which is really most of the population of the world today is kind of mm. familiar with that interface. So we're really pleased about hopefully how accessible the experience is and, and how kind of a broad demographics can, can, can get behind it. Sure. And uh, what, what other features are in, are in the game? So do you just go through the victim's phone or is there anything else you can do in yeah, this so game? Or in as I say, you're drama? like a... Um, police detective, so you're working in Scotland Yard. So you have, alongside the victim's phone, you have what we call Yard OS, which is like your police platform. So it's there really where the story is really being driven because you have your three uh, police colleagues, um, Vikram, who works in forensics, uh, DCI Sutherland, who's kind of on the ground making the arrests, um, and then uh, Sophie, who's the intelligence analyst. And what you do is you take the clues that you find in the victim's phone and you give them to your team. So for example, very early on, you find um, some, kind of, some kind of threatening remarks from Jerome's stepfather. Jerome is the murder victim in this story. And so you, you, know, you need to identify who is this guy, Marcus. And so you take those clues to your intelligence team and you message them and say, you know, we're, we're trying to track down this guy, Marcus. And they'll come back to you. They'll go, okay, we'll look into that. They come back, they found an address. Then you take that address to your ground team. They go bring in Marcus. And then this is the kind of final pillar of the experience. We do a kind of remote interrogation with them. 
So you kind of get them in the interview room and you, uh, you, you know, you try to get, uh, get them to talk basically. And um, this is all kind of live action. So we filmed all these actors playing these characters. And um, it's funny now that we, we, we take Zooming so much for mm. granted, but it's, it's almost like you're kind of doing a Zoom interrogation in this experience, which is quite, uh, quite fitting, I think. I was going to mention that uh, it's very suitable for the, you know, for right now, for how we're living right now, we're doing a lot of things through Zoom. So for me, it didn't seem weird at all that I was doing a Zoom interrogation. I was thinking, <laughs> this is this is probably how to do it now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, they're doing Zoom court cases and, and all kinds of things. So I think uh, it's just the way the world's going. Yeah, so, so you started making this game before COVID then? Uh, is that yeah, actually, we've, we've been in development since May 2018 so it's almost three years um, really the reason it's taken us so long is because we've realized well we realized quite early in that we weren't making just a game or, or just this first story but we we're trying to develop a platform and I kind of alluded to this earlier but we're trying to create a, a whole platform for these kinds of phone first stories for these kind of interactive stories and so then when we set out to do that, obviously, it required a lot more um, development and architecture around how we how this platform would really work. Um, and it's allowing us to, as I say, bring new seasons of Dead Man's Phone into development. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's quite exciting after almost three years for it to to finally launch in globally, which is, which is great. Yeah, no, I'm sure you you know must be now excited to see that it's fine about to be released to the wild <laughs> <laughs> um but i you know one of the things that i like as well is you mentioned that there are videos were actors as well there's also you know videos from what i saw that at the beginning and there's drone footage as well that you can ask them to send you at least from what i saw uh was, was that using an actual drone or how did you it manage was to... yeah <laughs> That was quite a funny experience. If also that drone footage also formed part of our trailer. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Yes. Um, but uh, we kind of did that a little bit quite quite cheekily. We didn't really <laughs> ask anyone's permission, and and we managed to uh, managed to do the shoot for a very you know very good budget. Um, and yeah, we just kind of got our lead actor, our lead victim who plays Jerome Jacobs, his name's Tafari Golding, to essentially lie on the floor and pretend to be dead <laughs> just outside this tower block. And then we kind of got the um, the drone, hovered it over him and then just lifted it up. Uh, but then when we came to edit it, we thought, actually, it's a lot cooler if you reverse the video and, it, and it's coming down, you know, because it's kind of all coming down right to the phone, which is kind of the, the centerpiece of all. So... Um, that was quite a fun shoot but yeah we, we we've done a lot of shoots for this it is a really live action experience there's all kinds of media and you know we we went out with uh the cast who played jerome and his friends around um south london and really gave them phones or in fact they used their own phones and we kind of tried to cultivate a really organic space for them to create photos and videos of them hanging out which would feel which would feel real and not staged because mm. I think I think everyone can really sense when these things are staged and we're really pleased with the outcome I mean it is it feels real because in many cases it is real they are genuinely going around Peckham having fun 
messing about, you know, being being young teens. And so I think it really comes across in the kind of authenticity of um, of the media. Definitely. Hopefully they're not murdering people or getting murdered. That's the one thing <laughs> oh, that I hope. <laughs> they're not uh, they're not they're not dangerous. In fact, you know, really you think coming into the story that oh maybe it's a kind of gang related thing, these are young black teenagers, mm. but actually you find out very soon that it's a very, very different story. And it's not really about gang life at all. But I don't want to give any spoilers sure. to the viewers, but uh it's it's a it's we think kind of dealing with some very serious and important social issues that have kind of really come to the forefront in recent times so we'd really recommend people kind of really seeing where the story takes them no well i'm i'm intrigued anyway i was uh, i was intrigued before i'm even more intrigued now <laughs> and and another feature that i really liked is when one of the detectives actually called you that you get phone calls in the <laughs> in the game. That... Absolutely. I mean, that's fascinating uh, for us because the, the the detective who you heard at the very beginning is actually played by a real murder detective. Oh, wow. So, that, so that's why it's so authentic. <laughs> that's exactly why it's so authentic because we didn't even have to script him. We just basically told him the context of the scene. And we were like, man, just do your day job. You, you know, you know what you're doing here. You, you've seen this before, and he really just delivered on it. He didn't, he didn't have to kind of ham it up or make it too cheesy, and he just knew exactly what to say. Um, and his, his name's um, Simeon Cryer, Detective Sergeant Simeon Cryer, and he, he's been really kind of a muse for, uh, for us because he started his career in the early noughties, and he was actually one of the detectives who kind of pioneered using kind of new forms of data to solve crimes. So he really kind of embodies what Dead Man's Phone is all about. And originally we just brought him on as a narrative consultant uh, on season one. He really helped kind of iron out some of the story and really make it a lot more realistic and authentic. But yeah, as I say, we just kind of, we were at one point we we're trying to cast DCI Sutherland, who's your detective partner. And we had all these voice actors and we just really weren't very pleased with it. They were all just like, hamming it up and yeah then it just occurred to us hey we've got a detective consultant let's just ask him <laughs> and yeah he just had a real natural ability for it and he's gone on to do a lot of acting in in season one and um and it's it's been it's been fantastic and it really as coming back to what you're saying the phone calls we really think really do kind of great that next level of immersion when you when you get that phone ringing and you know someone picks up it it, it it really kind of pulls you into the story. And is, would it be possible, I don't know how possible this would be with the technology to, for voice recognition technology, for the player yeah. to talk into the microphone, or I, I don't know I how possible so. that is. I, I, I really think that's where it's going, you know, mm. as, we, as we progress in the, in the following years. I think that kind of ability, and I don't think we're far off that in terms mm. of technology now. Um, we're very that, close to doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it, really the principle is just like cre creating the, the most immersive, you know, experience possible for the player. And, and I really think that would, would be a great addition down the line once we continue to develop the technology. Mm, definitely. Now, before, before I let you go, I wanted to ask as well, you're talking about uh, letting the, these young guys just, you know, go out, have fun themselves. And with the 
messages that you see on the murder victim's phones. Um, how much was, of that was kind of scripted and written by you guys? Oh, that's all scripted, yeah. Okay, that's, that's all scripted, okay. That's all scripted, that's yeah. All... So we are... Again, it felt very authentic because that's why but... I was like, was it just these guys messaging each other? Because it, I wouldn't... I wouldn't have known. That, well, that's good. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I I, I scripted it, um, but but before I did, I well actually after I did, I I brought the cast together, and um, I showed them the kind of first draft of it, and basically we we kind of held a slang workshop, and they really they looked at it. They were like, it's pretty good, but it feels like it was written like 15 years ago, which I guess speaks <laughs> to my age. Um, from when I was in school and, and using these, these, these words, but they really helped me. They kind of showed me all the newest words and the newest slang and, um, and that's really informed all of the, uh, the dialogue in, in season one. It's, it's obviously really important to us that we create an incredibly authentic experience and that if you know, a young black teenager from South London were to pick up the phone, uh, pick up this game, it would feel very real to them. I mean, that's our mark of authenticity. Um, and so we're very pleased, I think, with with what we've managed to develop there. Yeah, no, it seems to be a you know, great achievement, at least from what I've seen, from what I've played. And is it the same story throughout the season or are there different murders? It's the same story. Okay. It, the whole, each season is uh, revolving around one narrative. And so this whole season is about... Uh, let's say Jerome Jacobs, a uh, young teenager in South London who's pushed off a tower block. And, you know, you're, you're looking through his phone, you're trying to find out who pushed him off, you know, what, mm. what happened. And, and uh, that's what the whole season is about. And we have basically two different endings, really based on decisions that you're making as a detective. And so it really can be the difference between life and death and, and justice and, you know, and those people escaping justice. Uh, and that's all in your hands and all in the decisions that you make. So it's a very, we think, kind of deep, interactive, immersive experience. So no pressure then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no worries. I mean, if you, even if you make the wrong decision, we, we give you the, uh, the alt ending to experience. Oh, that's, so that's nice. Yeah. So you'll be able to see what, what things could have been, you know, <laughs> how things could have been if you played things a little differently. Oh, that's nice. And so wh wh when and where is this game released? So uh, this will be releasing globally on uh, March 30th, so just in two, three weeks, on iOS and Android. So, you know, anybody who wants to play it can play it. Um, and we really encourage you to, to, to give it a go. And um, we're actually making the whole season free to play. Wow. Uh, uh, this is part of a kind of a long-term uh, strategy for us. And also because we're telling quite an important social story that deals with a lot of very serious issues. And we really wanted to be open to as many people to engage with. So, um, you know, there's, there's, there's absolutely nothing to lose to, to jump in and, and, and then really enjoy it. And that's, are, are there any, ads then throughout the game because i know a lot of apps that are free and their ads then or whatever so how do you guys no ads I mean, oh, we, well, no ads no ads <laughs> no it's it's we're, we're kind of developing a platform and, and a kind of long-term vision for this and as i said we've got four more seasons in the pipeline which we will monetize but we of wanted course. to introduce this first season as a whole 
for free to really show people this showcase this new storytelling medium and really we think it's in our interest too because it is such a new medium nobody can really know you know how much they're going to like it until they really play the whole story so we think it's it's going to do our medium justice and hopefully in the future help us scale and grow more because we're going to have a lot more people aware of us and kind of loving what we do and what what kind of, of stories that we create so that's kind of our uh, kind of strategy with that well the very best of luck where can people find uh, more about this game more about your company absolutely so uh you can go online at deadmansphone.com just one word and you can follow us on instagram at deadmansphone and on twitter and i think the handle for that is because somebody had already taken that deadmansphone that handle on Ooh. twitter is at dead space man's space phone <laughs> But you know, took that. That's... <laughs> I think there's actually like a play in in America called Dead Man's Cell Phone. Uh, very unrelated to what we're doing, but right. like, unfortunately, that they took the handle, even though their Twitter account is inactive. But anyway, well. uh, but uh, do uh, do have a look at look at us on there. Follow us and um, spread the word. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Nihal. The very, very best of luck with this um, well platform now because uh, it does sound like you're onto something good here. Thank uh, you I, very I much. was instantly fascinated when I first heard it. When I started playing, I was like, "Oh, this could be. You could be. I think you guys could be onto something." Well, thank, thank you so very I, much. I really hope it works out, and I really wish you all, all the best and all the success. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for chatting with me. So that was my interview with Nihal, the lead developer of Dead Man's Phone. And uh, hope you enjoyed that interview. Thank you once again, Nihal, for speaking to me. And uh, that game should be out now. As Nihal mentioned, the first season is completely free with no ads. So I'd recommend people to download the game on whatever mobile device you have and check it out. I've loved what I've played so far. And uh, I look forward to finishing it. And I will be reviewing it, hopefully, the next in the near future. Uh, speaking of reviews, in just a few days, actually, I'll be joined once again by Thomas and Laura, where we'll be reviewing the latest games that we've been playing, including Inspector Waffles, which is also out now. And a full review will be in a few days, but spoiler, we quite liked it. We think you will too. So um, I would recommend that people uh, check out that game as well, as so far it is one of my, if not my top game of the year so far. Um, so you can check it out uh, on Steam. I will provide links in a few days. And until then, uh, take care, everyone. Goodbye. So if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a adventure game developer or adventure game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you 
please may enjoy it. And you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com. So, until next time, thank you.